Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, and that is the executive director of the Thunder's new Thunder Fellows program, Cedric Ikpo. We're learning about him, his path to the Thunder, and his vision for the Fellows program in Tulsa. Let's jump right into today's Thunder Basketball Universe. In July of last summer, the Thunder announced the creation of the Thunder Fellows program. It was a nonprofit that's designed to unlock new opportunities in sports, technology, and entertainment for black students in Tulsa. And today, we are so excited to bring you the executive director of this program, and that is Cedric Igpo. Cedric joins us now. And Cedric, we're so excited to not just have you on our Thunder Basketball Universe podcast, but to welcome you to the Thunder family. It's great to have you. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, welcome to Oklahoma. Uh, what has all this been like for you moving into the state and kind of trying to get yourself settled for um, the undertaking that, that you're about to have? Yeah, it's, it's been a fun challenge. Um, and I don't mean challenge, but it's, it's been a fun experience, you know, and I would say it's also something that's exciting for us. Um, it's a, a uprooting from New York. I spent the last four years there. And so it's, it's, we know that our work is cut out for us, but it's, this is definitely a program that I believe in and that we have wonderful support um, with. And so we're excited to get this thing going. Cedric, tell us a little bit more about you. You mentioned that you're coming from New York. What's this been like moving to Oklahoma City? What have you learned? We're not Oklahoma City, Oklahoma and Tulsa. What's it been like learning about Oklahoma? It's been, it's been fun. You know, it's been a very fast crash course into the state, into the city. Um, there's obviously a very rich history in Tulsa. I'm learning about the history of Oklahoma and how it was founded as well. And so, um, or I guess how it was kind of settled. And so, you know, it's been a, a lot of learnings, um, baptism by fire as well. But yeah, so I, you know, I came spent the last four years at the NBA league office in their social responsibility department in New York. Prior to that, um, I was a teacher. I had a short stint as a teacher in San Antonio. And then before that, uh, I spent almost seven years with the Spurs in their community relations department. So this is uh, season 11 for me as part of the NBA family in the community relations sphere. And so it's, it's, uh, it's definitely fun as I look back and just look back at the journey and you know, excited to get things going. Cedric, you, you mentioned working in New York, working for the NBA League office, social responsibility. What were some of your priorities in that role? What were some of the things that you all really tried to focus on there? Yeah, so I had a very close connection to all of our teams across all um, 30 markets and uh, not just at the NBA level, but also the WNBA G League. So we had touch points across um, really North America. And we also did some work globally through our uh, Basketball Without Borders programs as well. And so I really had a pretty decent grasp on the, the wonderful things that teams were doing um, across the different markets and how they sort of personalized it based on you know, what was important to their teams and, and business units, but then also like how it made sense within their respective uh, regions. And so, you know, it's funny because I knew we were very familiar with the announcement of the Thunderfellows program. And so to, to, to know about it from conception to actually be in the role to help see it through and see it materialize is, it's surreal, but, but exciting. Cedric, you mentioned the 10 years that you spent just kind of in that community relations sphere when it comes to being in the league. I'm curious before then, when did this kind of passion, this path start unfolding for you? That's a, that's a great question. You know, so I, I went to school for sports management or sports, yeah, sports management and marketing. 
So it was always like sort of a marketing angle behind my, my experiences. I always had a passion for community too. And so I, that was always something that I did on the side and, and volunteered with. And then it wasn't until the job that I got with Spurs full time that I was finally able to sort of mesh my passion and my career. Um, prior to that, I was with the Rockets as an intern, intern in um, grassroots marketing. I did some game day stuff with the Houston Texans. And so it was all like marketing related until I got to the um, Spurs. And so from there, I started leading some of the corporate social responsibility efforts and led some of the foundation um, work as well. And it just continued to grow. And so I, I mentioned that short stint as a teacher. I, I called it my quarter life crisis. And so I, I left sports, which I thought was for good at the time, not necessarily because I didn't like sports, but because I thought that education or I felt that education was the catalyst for generational change. And instead of me complaining about how things were going, I said, let's put my boots on the ground and, and figure this thing out. And not necessarily because I wanted to be a teacher per se, but because I wanted to be in the education space and kind of figure it out as I went. And, um, you know, within my first year, I was, um, I ended up getting a job at the league office. And so it's just kind of how, it's kind of funny how everything kind of comes full circle. Well, yeah, uh, speaking of kind of funny connections, you know, you spent so much time with the Spurs. There's obviously so many connections between the Spurs and the Thunder organizations. And I'm curious, as a person that worked in the league office, have worked outside of sports, what's unique about working for a sports team, uh, working for an organization in and of itself? And, and maybe how has your experience doing that prepared you for this job that will be a, a really unique role for you? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because... My time at the Spurs, I was immersed fully into that market, um, San Antonio and South Texas. And it was just wonderful to have built such connect, strong connections with schools and community leaders and attending various meetings. And it, so I just was really in tune with a lot of what was going on. And of course, you know, when I was there, I was fortunate enough to make it. We were fortunate enough to make a couple of finals runs. Um, in back-to-back years, one that's, that ended in heartbreak and other that we were able to kind of celebrate. But part of that, we did some several, some, some kind of key renovation projects in the community at some schools. And these were schools that we were already working with a lot. And so to go back there, anytime I visit San Antonio or and I well while I was there, like just to see the tangible um, lead behinds that we were able to do in market and, you know, walking into those schools or those community centers and having those kids and administration and faculty recognize you and always just be appreciative. It's just like, it was just something that was special about that. And so it's just a unique sort of experience working for the team level. And I'm excited to do that here in Tulsa. And, and frankly, I've already hit the ground running there as well, as far as making those connections and those, those relationships here. I love what you said, the phrase, the, the leave behind. And that's something at the Thunder since I've been here um, starting in 2012, we've kind of had uh, some level of focus on how can we provide infrastructure for the, the kids in these you know, situations throughout the city? How can we provide infrastructure to leave our mark on the city in a positive direction, leave the city better than we found it, so to speak? Why is that such a, a crucial part of all of this? That's why we're here, right? Beyond, you, you take away the community relations department and roles the communities in which teams um, live and reside are so passionate about the brand and it means so much to them. And, you know, it's one thing to just have, to, to bring them to games and bring them to the arena to cheer on the team on the hardwood, but it's another thing to then kind of reciprocate 
you return the favor and show that not only are you here to 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 make them cheer for you on the court, but you also want them to uh, want to show them that you appreciate them and that you are truly tied in and connected to the community as well. And so that involves listening to to some of the things that, that are important to them. Um, and then, of course, you know, in turn, um, making a lot of those things materialize as it makes sense. And so, um, you know, you can't do it all right, but it's, it's always important to to be uh, an active community member, whatever that might look like and however it takes shape. Yeah, Cedric, I want to bring this kind of more to, to present day and, and Thunder Fellows. You mentioned that you kind of had an idea of what this looked like when you were at the league office. You kind of understood it from its conception. When you heard about the Thunder Fellows program and the idea started forming that, you know, this is something that you would pursue, what did that look like for you? What did that look like in your vision, in your mind of what you could do as, as, as executive director? So I think, you know, going back to my career path and, and how I got here today. When I first started my journey and started searching for roles, I didn't have any connections. I had no, I had no cachet in this industry. My name was in my resume was just another one in the ever growing you know, pile of, of resumes. And so fast forward to today, the network that I've built really has helped me to get this role. Um, obviously, I think my experiences and I feel like I have a, I pride myself in my quality of work and my standard and work ethic, et cetera. But sometimes it's, you know, knowing people and, and, and having relationships built um, helps you to, to move more effectively um, within, this, within this role or within, within this industry. And so knowing kind of my journey and knowing the difference uh, from 10 years ago to today, I see myself in uh, the, the, the experiences that I have as very valuable to, to the young people who might also be interested in, in getting into this role and being able to kind of talk them through how to navigate, you know, getting into this space more effectively, how to be culturally literate within the corporate setting, how to do all of the soft skills in addition to the technical skills. And so I think the, the important thing about or the unique thing about the Thunderfellows program is that the curriculum is very much data and analytics driven. But it's, you know, just knowing data and analytics and being proficient in that space isn't enough. And so you have to kind of know those other sorts of tidbits and, and tricks of the trade and know how to network and brand yourself. And, and so those are, I think, I feel like all of those things combined can make a wonderful um, impact on young people who are looking to get into the sports entertainment and tech spaces. Um, so I'm very excited about it. And I think that this, you know, working on creating a pipeline within um, those industries, across those industries, so that they are young people, once they're completed with those, this fellowship, they are well equipped to then be in a much better position than I was when I first started. As you were talking, it just a question popped to my mind, just hearing you talk about your path over the past 10 years, how much you've grown and evolved. What does this new opportunity mean to you? That's a that's an interesting question because I've been asked it a lot and it's just it's hard to put into words. You know, it still doesn't even feel that real to be honest. You know, I, I've been here about five weeks now. Um, we're very much developing the program and we're still very much immersing ourselves in the community, building this thing from the ground up. And and so you know, it's it's it's, it's definitely kicking in for sure. Like reality is definitely set in, but. I am just truly honored for, the, for this opportunity, to be entrusted with the opportunity, first and foremost, 
Um, but then I'm also, I, I see that as a challenge too, to deliver. And so that's definitely something that I want to see done. Not necessarily because I want uh, my personal brand to, to uh, stand out, but because I want to see the, see this impact the lives of young people and potentially, you know, be a model um, to be scaled uh, in different markets as well. So I'm excited. I truly am. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, to, to make this thing happen. All right. Last question for you, because we ask kind of all of our guests this, this similar question when they're kind of new to the organization. But you mentioned a lot of things that excite you about this program. What excites you the most, particularly in the current stage that you're in, trying to get this thing up and running off the ground? Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer with two things. Okay. The first is that I am in a position to truly lead this program, build it, you know, somewhere from scratch. Obviously, there's been a, there's been a team of folks who helped create the framework, but I am excited about the opportunity to really put my, my mark on, on this and um, build this and be responsible, really, for making this thing come to life and, and bringing this vision um, to, to reality. Uh, second is that as a young adult, you know, I wasn't taught this in school, and I, this is something that we were working on uh, as well, but, you know, the Tulsa, on the backdrop of the Tulsa Race Massacre, what it means for the city of Tulsa and for our society, frankly, to be now on the ground and having a direct impact on this community, this thriving, wonderful, rich community is historic to me. And I'm a history buff. And so I'm just happy to be a part of history. And um, I just hope that I can do my part and be a good steward with this, with this responsibility. One last thing for me, Cedric, I, I often think about our, our community outreach and, and the goal of this program seems to just be opportunity. And for a lot, of, a lot of people, those opportunities have to come to them versus them being able to get to the opportunity. How much is that a part of the, the framework of thinking as you're identifying who will be in the program? And I know that some of this is down the road, but just the, the concept of how can we bring everything that Thunderfellows has to offer to people who might not be able to get it elsewhere. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And we want to be very inclusive and we're very intentional about that. For, for starters, it's called the Fellows Program. That's not to be misconstrued with just for males. This is a co-ed program. Uh, we want to make sure that we are engaging. Again, we're, this is tailored to Black youth in Tulsa. And, you know, there are a, a few high schools in, in North Tulsa that we are um, going to focus on and not want, we don't want to necessarily cherry pick from one high school over another. We want to make sure that we're not just thinking about the best and brightest, but with those who might be able to benefit the most from this exposure um, for this pipeline. And so I think it's a, it's going to be an interesting strategy on our side to make sure that we are finding the right fit of folks, but we are very intentional about being inclusive because a lot of times exposure um, is half the battle, not only from a networking perspective, but, you know, just getting people to think outside of their neighborhood or just, you know, getting people to, to get those neurons firing about this different opportunities and, and different skill sets and how being proficient in data and analytics can can open up so many doors for you across industries, across roles. And so, um, you know, if we can, if we can help them with this one piece, like the, the possibilities can be endless. And so we're, we're very intentional about that and, you know, want to see that come to life for sure. 
Well, Cedric, after hearing your passion behind this, your vision for this program, and just the way your mind is wrapped around this entire program, we so look forward to seeing all the great work that you're going to be doing in Tulsa. And of course, we look forward to, get to getting to know you a little bit more as you, as you keep going at the Thunder family. So thank you so much for sitting down and joining us today. I appreciate the time. Uh, it's my pleasure. I look forward to working with you guys down the road. Thank you. That's all for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to Cedric and our producer. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.